All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. You're listening to Dropping the Gloves with former NHL All-Star John Scott, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining. Or good evening. Good afternoon. We got, like I say all the time, our listeners are worldwide, Tim. So sometimes maybe it's 6 a.m. in Calgary. People are listening to it. It's like 9 p.m. in Stockholm, Sweden. It's all over the world we get our listeners from. It's, it's, don't do the, the time zones. It's close. It's close because it's eight hours to Stockholm from the East Coast. So maybe it's like 6 p.m. 7 p.m. in Stockholm. But anyways, thank you for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate the support. I'm in a good mood because this episode, what we're doing today, is probably one of my most favorite things to do. I did it as a kid growing up. We would do seasons on NHL 99, PlayStation 1, where you draft your team and you would play with that team all season long. It was so incredibly fun. Me and my friend would do it a few times a year where we just ripped through a whole 82 game season. We played five or six games a day and it was so much fun. And I like doing it at the start of every season. We're getting a little jump on it early just because hockey season's around the corner. We have so many interviews lined up. We want to get this in because I love doing it. It is our annual Tim and John salary cap team extravaganza where we each draft the team. We have to keep it under the salary cap this year. We got an extra $1 million to play with. So we're at 82.5. This year, we put some parameters on it where we're only allowed one entry-level contract. I know in years prior, it was just a, it was a free-for-all. We had too many ELCs. It, it wasn't enjoyable. And what we figured was every team usually has one or two guys who are on the ELC. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to have one. We're going to draft 20 players, so not your 23. So we get a little bit of a, a cushion there where we only have to pick 20 guys. And we're going to see how it goes. We're going to see... Which, how to construct a team, the different ways of doing it. Are you going to go heavy first? Are you going to draft the, the maybe the lower lower paid guys who have a higher value? Are you going to go at the heavy hitter contracts who have great values? I don't know. Are you going to draft defense? Are you going to draft forwards? Are you going to get your goalie? I don't know Tim's strategy. But what you will see, doing my research on this, because you, you know I, I have quite an extensive list here, Tim. Look at that. Old school, paper, pen. That's how I do it. I don't do the computer. I don't like it. And what I found was most of my players are from 10 teams. It's very, there's very few teams from, or players I'm taking from 
the Islanders, the Coyotes, the Flyers, the Hawks, the Blue Jackets, the Sharks, the Canadians, those teams. And then when you look at the standings at the end of the year, it's like, well, all those teams are garbage. And there's a reason for that. And I'm taking a lot of teams potentially from like the Bruins, the Wild, the Leafs, the Avalanche, the Panthers, the Hurricanes, the Penguins, the Flames. And those teams tend to be good year year in, year out. And it gets me thinking, why is that? And salary cap, building a team, Tim, it's like a dance. It's 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 like a it's like a dance where you got, you got to know when to lead and you got to know when to, you know what I want a new dance partner. I'm gonna go and you know I'm gonna go get Sally Joe over in the corner. She looks like she wants to dance. Sorry, Peggy Sue, you're too expensive for me right now. And and you got to know when to pick partners and switch it up. And you see the good teams, they don't get hitched on to a horse for too long. It's just gonna weigh them down, isn't that right, Tim? Yeah, it's a good point. It was fun going team by team and looking at their contracts and you get to a team that's like, whoa, I could pick five or six guys and they're all making like three to five mil and they're all good players like the Wild, the Blues, those teams you mentioned, the Avalanche even like, and it's funny seeing other teams right quick scan. I'm like, nope, nope, onto the next one. There's nothing there that I'm, there's nothing at the buffet table that, that interests me. Well, it's, it's just the way today's hockey works. It's We're in the salary cap era. And you think everybody would know how to build a successful team. But then, like you said, you look at a roster and it's like, okay, all of these players, we look at the Islanders, perfect example. They're all really good players, but they're all really good like five years ago or four years ago. So you got to pick players that are high value, Tim. You got to pick players who are just playing well beyond their contracts. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of guys who are overpaid. A lot of guys who are underpaid. And it takes a good GM to build a team, Tim. Are you up to the task of building that team? That's what I want to know. Have you done your homework, Tim? I've done my homework. I'm feeling really confident. I'm a little – I kind of feel like I'm, a, I'm, I'm worried for you. I'm worried that I'm going to take all the best players and the best values and you're going to be left with players that either are overpaid or aren't quite as good because you got to fit someone on the salary cap because all the, the bargain buys are going to be – I'm just going to snipe left and right. Every pick is going to be assassin-like. It's going to be great. I think that might happen. Uh, yeah, I, I do think you have the advantage here. You're you're not in them. I, I feel like I get emotionally tied to things, and and I I can't let my emotions get involved in this. But I, I do think you have an advantage. I think you're smarter than I am. You I learned that? from Bill Belichick too. You know the, the bargain, the value. It's all about value. Bill is a shrewd shrewd general manager even though he's not a gm he's running that team and he's cutthroat he's he's so, very good just before we get started a couple of housekeeping items 82.5 is our salary cap we're drafting four centers four left wing four right wing 62 goalies and john there are a bunch of players who sign new deals but we're doing this year's contracts only right correct yeah because okay. if you signed a deal if, if you're yeah someone who the contract takes effect next year that's that's not that's not applicable to this that's not part of this okay Okay. All right, so just to, let's do a little rock, paper, scissors, just one. We're on Zoom right now, so Tim and I can see each other. He just put some lip gloss on for some reason. I don't understand why. Lip balm. Lip balm. Sorry, I thought it was gloss. Your lips look a little bit shinier. I was like, Tim, are you trying to impress me? Okay. Okay, what are we doing here? All right, we're going to do a little rock, paper, scissors for the first pick. I'm interested to see where you go if you win this rock, paper, scissors, because I know where I'm going. All right, ready? One. Two, three, go. I win. I got scissors. Okay. 
there, there's a there's a lot of ways to do this. Do you take the best value contract in the NHL, which which could be a McKinnon, which could be a Posternock, could even be a McDavid. McDavid is highly underpaid. The guy could be making sixteen point five. The way that the way the salary cap works, the max contract you can get, I think, is twenty percent of the cap, and I think right now that's sixteen point five. So he he could be making that, and he would still be worth it. But I'm going to go the different direction. There's not many good entry level contracts that we can pick from, and there's not many players in that pool. Yes, there's a few. There's a Seth Jarvis from Carolina. There's a Jamie Drysdale from Anaheim. There's a Zegras. There's a Lucas Raymond. I'm going with friend of the show, Mo Sider. I feel like for what he brings to the table. He is incredible. He's on an entry-level contract. I don't even know what Mo Sider makes, Tim. What does he make? Like 900 k uh, 863 Mo Sider makes $863,000. The guy could he's, – he's playing at a level of an $8 million player. So he will be my first overall pick in the draft. Defenseman from the Detroit Red Wings, Moritz Sider, welcome to the team. I think I just won. I won the whole draft right there. That's a steal of the draft, Tim. It's That's unbelievable really value. That was he was very very high on my list. I don't think I would have taken him at that one. But again, knowing that how good he is and how much he costs is just unbelievable. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Thank I'm you. ready with mine. I'm okay. ready with mine as well. Um, let me just pull up his number real quick to confirm I have it correct. And my player. I'm starting with a goaltender. I'm starting okay. with a guy between the pipes. I think the value where he's where he's playing versus what other guys are making, he could be making twice as much. Igor Shosturkin mm-hmm. is my first pick. He makes 5.6. I'm going to lock that in easily. I don't think another goalie is close to him who's making close to his, his salary. So that's my first pick. Well, there's one more goalie who's close, but I'm going to save him for later because now that I know you're not going to do two high-priced goaltenders, UC Saros, he will be my pick at some point. He's a good goalie, but Shesterkin is in a league of his own. The guy's an MVP candidate, 5.66, like that's an un- – or 6.7, excuse me. Every penny counts in this tip, 5.67. I like how you round it up there. I'm going forwards now, Tim. I, I can't wait anymore. I enjoy that you took a goalie right out of the gate. I think that's a mistake. That's like taking a kicker in the first round. I don't know why you did it, but I enjoy that you did it because now it just gives me the opportunity to just take the obvious pick. A guy who has been talked about for years for being underpaid, just won a Stanley Cup, Nathan McKinnon. How can you beat this guy's contract? $6.3 million, arguably top three in the whole NHL. Would you Would you say, Tim? Uh, yeah. And he's making $6.3 million. It's an unbelievable deal. Nathan McKinnon is my first forward pick. Lock it in. I feel like I've won the draft already. I have the best defenseman and the best forward, and I've only spent $7.1 million. It's insane. It's insane that you let me do this to you, Tim. All right, go ahead. Who do you got next? Yeah, um, this one This one is, again, addressing a need and addressing uh, the, the need, basically, a player who can do everything. Addressing a need? You, have, you <laughs> haven't drafted anybody yet. A player who can do everything on both sides of the ice, who's a super responsible player, who can also put up silly numbers. He's a little bit of a hometown pick, plays the left wing. Brad Marchand, come on up. You are my player, my number wow, two pick. yeah. He, he, I wonder if these guys... If they just, at the end of the season, 
they go, gosh, I'm underpaid. Do you ever, they, they have to think that, right? They, they look at even guys in their own locker room. Marshawn looks across the way and he sees Charlie Coyle. And Charlie Coyle is just on a terrible contract and he's on his team. What does Coyle make? Coyle makes 5.25. So he yeah. makes less than $1 million less than Brad Marshawn. If Marshy just looks across and goes, son of a gun. How, how are we in the same stratosphere when it comes to contracts when I am so much better than you, Charlie Coyle? Or I wonder if Charlie Coyle looks across and he goes, sucker, <laughs> we almost make the same and you're way better than I am. I, I Probably both two things can be the, true at the same time, but very good pick, Tim. I like Brad Marchand. I like what he brings to the table. Everything he does, he, he, he can't mess up in my books. Even all the theatrics, I enjoy it because he backs it up. He, he, he's, a, he's a stud. Everything he does. I'm going to stay on the high-end forward train. Uh, I think I just – how do you win championships, Tim? How do you win them? Down the middle. I'm going with another high-end forward. Connor McDavid's shotgun mate. He's a centerman in my eyes. He plays centerman on my team. Number 29, Leon Dreinsidel. He makes $8.5 million a year. He's perennially in the top two, three in scoring. He was an MVP two years ago. The fact that he only makes $8.5 million is amazing. Like this guy should be making 12, just like Connor McDavid. So I, I feel like I've got two of the top three centermen in the whole league. And they only make $15 million combined. It's unbelievable. My team is just, it's coming together. I can't believe you've let me assemble this team like this, Tim. It's good, but you're, you're spending a lot of money already, John. You're spending some money there. You got to spend money to make money, Tim. <laughs> That's true. First That's lesson of works. business. All right. You, you're up here. Let's see what okay. you got for me. In the neighborhood of a player who can do everything, play multiple positions, both sides of the ice, kills penalties, fights, another friend of the show, JT Miller. Oh, I was Come just going to draft him. Yeah. JT Miller, what a player he is. What a year he's coming off. I really like his game. I like his attitude. He's a great leader. Um, He'll be a cornerstone of this piece for years. For uh where are you slotting him in, center or left wing? I'm going to start at center. We'll see how the rest of the draft develops, but that's where he's that's where he's starting. I love myself some JT Miller. Talk about guys who are just playing beyond their contracts. He is unbelievable. The fact that he makes 5.3, there are some really – people always complain about professional athletes, this and that. Oh, they make too much money. The guys that we have listed – are worth so much more than we're getting. It's unbelievable when you actually sit down and you go, holy moly, JT Miller only makes five points. And yes, that's a lot of money. But then you contrast that with like a Jeff Skinner or somebody who's uh, making way more than a I JT was looking Miller. at this last night. He has five more years at $9 million. Unbelievable. Five. Will go down as the worst, like Wade Redden territory. Just terrible, terrible. Rick DiPietro territory where it's like, what were you thinking? signing this guy to that term for that amount. It's, it's mind boggling. We should do a bad contract team to see who can make the worst team and fit it under the cap. And you have to spend $82 million. And, and what's the, we'll do that in a, in a, in a couple of weeks. Cause that's fun too. We'll burn some bridges. We'll, we'll burn some bridges doing that because that's players already don't like to show that much. Some of them, because I, I'm honest. And, and, you know, I tell it like it is, and I, I get some feedback where the guys aren't – they're a little salty. They're a little salty. All right, moving on. I like your team so far, Tim. I feel like when just – we're looking at talent level right now, JT Miller, Brad Marchant, compared to McKinnon and Dreinsidel, I feel like I'm way ahead. 
Do you get that sense already? Uh, I don't know. Offensively, maybe. But even that's closer. I mean, I don't know. I think my guys I'd rather have in a deep playoff run. I'd rather have the guys that can do everything that are responsible. Of course you're going to say that. Okay, I'm going to round out. I feel like I'm going to stay on the center train. I, I, I like my teams to be strong down the middle. What can I say? But I can't keep spending the money like I'm spending. I have to pump the brakes a little bit. I'm going to maybe, this might be my third line centerman, my fourth line centerman. But in my eyes, he's the best player on this team. It, it's a, it's a, a team that's it's in transition. They traded their best player, Jack Eichel, a few years ago, last year. They, they brought in some pieces. But this guy, he's been a shining star. Tage Thompson. He is an absolute – he's unbelievable, Tim. That's a good one. He was he on my list. He got 68 points in 78 games last year, playing on a Buffalo Sabres team that was just chasing the game always, and he still managed to produce. He's six foot six. He's 24 years old, and he makes $1.4 million. Tage Thompson is the shining light of the Buffalo Sabres, where there isn't much light. It's, it's getting brighter. It's getting brighter in Buffalo. Dylan Cousins, friend of the show, the Alaskan assassin, the Yukon U-Haul, he's coming. But Tage Thompson, he's a very good player. I'm going to slot him in right now, my third-line center, and my – I have a de- death, ro- death row of centermen if you're playing my team. I don't want to be lined up against any of these guys so far because I – why even bother, Tim? Tage Thompson makes $1.4 million. Thank you very much. I'll have another. That's a great one. I'm going to come up with another, a similar one, who a player who I think is an even better pick than what you just did, where he makes a little bit more, but the offensive production he, d- he puts is just off the charts. He signed an extension, but doesn't kick until next year. Right now he makes $2.8 million. That's Robert Thomas from the St. Louis Blues. He just put up 77 points in 72 games. He's only 23 years old. He's still a bright future ahead of us. He's going to start in my first line right winger. That might change depending on the rest of how the draft goes. But that's a pick that I'm very excited about. I like that pick too. He's one of these guys where you just didn't expect him to be where he's at. You know, he, he bounced around a little bit. No one knew what was going to happen with a Robert Thomas. Then, oh, shocker, he's a first-line center. You know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a rags-to-riches story. I really enjoy it. Now I might pick my – I might change my pick just based on what you did, because I have another first-line centerman who is a rags-to-riches story, and I might just put him on the fourth line. I'm going to do it. I'm pivoting right now. I was going to pick somebody else. I was going to go wing, high-end scoring winger, but I'm going to round out my centerman right now, and I'm just going to be done with it, and I'm going to have the best four centermen that you can have, and they're all going to fit under the cap $20 million. Can you believe that? Hit me with it. it. All right. My fourth-line center. He's a first-line center with the Minnesota Wild. He came out of nowhere. He makes $1.7 million. Ryan Hartman. The guy fights. The guy checks. The guy can play all over the lineup. And he just does everything, and he doesn't complain. I love the way he plays. Everybody on my team is pulling the rope, and Ryan Hartman, he might be my captain. He might be my captain right now, as it stands. He makes $1.7 million. Lock it in. Ryan Hartman. I, I just filled out my center. They're done. McKinnon, Dreinsignal, Thompson, and Hartman. That is a pretty solid center lineup. Uh, But I might bump one of them to the wing. We'll see if I go and get uh, McDavid. He's still out there. I might get him. All right, Tim. Who do you got? That's a good pick. That's a good pick. And having Hartman and and Tate Thompson as your bottom six centers is going to be a one-two punch that 
kind of a nightmare of matchups for other coaches. So I, I applaud you on those two. Um, yeah, and I have those types of picks coming, those those the role players. But I want to add a little bit of offensive pop that, just like Robert Thomas, is incredible value. That's a player who came out of nowhere and scored 37 goals this year for the Anaheim Ducks, Troy Terry. He's a great – guess how much money he makes. 1.5. He was my pick. That's why I pivoted to Hartman. Yeah, yeah. And so he's a right winger. Um, we'll see. I don't know if he's going to repeat being a 37-goal scorer every year from this point out, but I do like the talent. Uh, and for that value, you just really can't be beat. $1.45 million. Done. Easy. I, th- I see where this draft is at right now. We're going value. We're leaving the high-end guys to the end. I like that. It's called smart GMs. I feel like there's more higher-end guys – on good deals that we can grab but right now we're going for value. And I like that. I'm going to continue it. There's a guy in Toronto. He kind of filled in for somebody who got shipped off to Edmonton who wanted more money, greener pastures. And he left, he jumped onto the first line. No one knew how it was going to go. He filled in admirably in on the four check, almost a point per game player. Unbelievable. You think this guy would make two, three million dollars? No, Mike, Michael Bunting. He makes nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. First full season in the NHL, and he played fantastic. He's going to slot somewhere on my lineup. I don't know. He's a left winger. I don't know what line he's going to fall on, but he will be a, a big part of my team. And he only makes nine hundred fifty thousand. I love when I entered this into the spreadsheet, Tim, that I don't have to put a number in the first column. I can go zero point. Nine five. You don't have one of those that I got a couple now with Mo Sider and Michael Bunting and Bunting isn't even an entry level contract. I tell you what, my team, how many players have we drafted so far? One, two, three, four, five, six, six players. And I haven't even spent $20 million. You better be nervous. And I've already rounded up my centerman and I have my best defenseman and he only makes, oh my gosh, it's scary. It's, it's honestly scary. What's going to happen? Because we, we, we're going to bet money on this. So that, my pick, Michael Bunting, lock it in, making $950,000, Tim. You're squirming in your chair. Are you nervous? No, I'm excited to make my pick. That's a good one, though. That's a good one. Um, and you are, yeah. I still have my entry-level picks, and I got some some cheaper contracts coming up. But I'm really happy with Thomas and Cherry making a combined, like, $4 million. going to put up 150 points combined this year. So, um, 150 points. You, well, combined. 80 points, 75 points each. That's, yeah, oh, that might be a little high for Troy. Just did it. So um, I haven't picked any defensemen yet. And so I'm kind of looking at that neighborhood. I've got, I've got a collection of players. I kind of want to have that one stallion, that one player that I can just rely on for 30 minutes if I need to. And there's a few guys that fit that category. But there's one player who's maybe an arguably top five defenseman, if not higher, who's making a couple million bucks less than the rest of them. And even though this is an investment, this is a player who's making a good chunk of chain, but still really good value in my eyes, and that's Aaron Ekblad. Makes mm-hmm. seven and a half. He could be making nine and a half or even ten if he was signing a deal this year. Again, it's a, it's a commitment. It's a financial commitment. But for the value and what he can do, uh, that's a player that I'm happy to have as my number one. Yeah, you have to pay. You, you have to pay for that caliber of player. I agree. He, he is an absolute dynamic player. Doesn't get a lot of recognition down in Florida. I feel like people just overlook him just because he's Aaron Eckblatt. He's he doesn't do anything too flashy. He's not a sexy offensively, you know, dynamic player, but he does put up a lot of points. He's responsible defensively. You put him on the first power play unit, the guy gets the job done. 
I like Aaron Ekblad. And then you look at his age. What is he? He's only like 26. He's still crazy young. You think he's 35 years old just because he's been around the league forever. But he's a good pick then. I like that. Now it makes me think if I should go defenseman. If I should just jump on that defense train and just go for it. But I'm not. I'm going to go back to my, my gut. A few uh, picks ago, I, I said I was going to start drafting wingers. And here we are. I'm going to go and get a guy who put up insane amounts of goals this, this past year. You know, he, he maybe surprised some people. He's 31 years old, so maybe maybe he was on steroids. I don't know, but he put up 50-plus goals for the first time in his career. And he, he he's only going to get better from now. He plays for the New York Rangers. He's a power forward. He's, he's fast as lightning. He plays on the left wing. He makes, what does he make, $6.5 million? And he put up 52 goals, Tim? That's not bad. I'm going to take Chris Kreider mm. from the New York Rangers making $6.5 million. He's my scoring winger. He's the guy who I'm going to put, put alongside McKinnon. Those guys are fast as lightning. They play a very similar type game. And it's just going to be hard to keep them, keep them uh, under wraps because they both are just so incredibly fast. You think Kreider scored a lot with Panarin? Imagine if you put him with McKinnon or Dreinsidel. The, guy, the guy's going to get 100 goals maybe. You think he's, he's going to get all the puck luck over and over again like he did this past year? No, he didn't get much puck luck. The guy scores his goals from two feet out from the net. That's that's all he does. And if you if you put him with a player who's better than Panarin, who is having a who had a down season last year, he's going to get more goals than that. I like myself some Chris Kreider. Six point. That, that's an outside the box pick. I know he probably wasn't even on your radar, but he if wasn't. a guy who scores fifty two goals and makes six point five million dollars, I don't know how you can beat that. So Chris Kreider, welcome to the team. That's a good pick. Um, the guy I'm picking next is going to be – there are probably people listening thinking, why haven't they picked this guy yet? He's that good. He just signed yesterday for $2.5 million. He's still a top – whatever center you want, whatever number you want to give him. Patrice Bergeron, a guy that can do everything. Put him on Marshawn's line. I know it's a bit of a homer pick, but that value is incredible. But what he can still do, he'll put up 60 to 70 points. He's still the best – probably two-way center in the game. Um, and for $2.5 bucks, it's almost a joke. It's almost like that should be everyone's first pick. So I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Well, even a Krejci at $1 million, like, yeah. you know, like know. He, he should yeah. be our fourth line center, but I'm not going to go there. I think it's kind of slimy when you do that because they're, oh, it's a it? hometown discount. It's just so slimy. But I don't it's, like it's it. It's my hometown. So it, it works out. It's, it's allowed. I'll give it to you. I'm going to stay in Boston. I'm going to take their best player. Charlie Coyle, 5.25. I'm, I'm going to take a guy. I, I got to spend my money somewhere. You know, I've been getting these good deals left and right. I have a lot of money in the piggy bank. And I, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to round up my centerman with some wingers who can put the puck in the net. And this guy could do it better than anybody. Really? David Posternock. He's, he's a, he's as sure thing as it comes. You put him on the ice, he's going to score goals. He's a point per game guy. If not more 95 points in 70 games, three years ago, point per game, the year prior 77 and 72. I'm not a math guy, but he gets more than a point per game in his career. He's got 504 points in 510 games. That's not a point per game guy in his career, but the last five years he has. He's unbelievable, and he only makes $6.67 million, Tim. Oh, my gosh. It's unfair. It's unfair what we're doing right now. David Posternak, welcome to the team. $6.67 million. I love it. You're up, Tim. Did that one sting yeah. a little bit that I got him? No, he, I wasn't going to pick him. Why? Uh, well, especially because I already got a couple of the Bruins guys, but uh, yeah, I'm just not going to pick them. 
All I right. got other I got other ways of spending that money. And this next pick is a guy that I'm super excited about. Scored 42 goals this past season, career high, makes only 4.85 out in Calgary, Elias Lindholm, such mm-hmm. an underrated goal scorer, such an underrated mm-hmm. player. Um, even with this career high last year, he's put up some solid underrated numbers over the last several years. He kind of goes he goes under the radar a little bit. I think he's a great value pick at 4.8. So he's going to start probably on the right wing, but we'll see how that develops. And people think he's going to have a down year because he's losing Kachuk and Gaudreau. This guy's put up 30 goals for the last four or five years, like without playing with those two wingers. I, I think he's locked in for at least 30. And he, he's mention- a Selkie finalist all the time. And Huberdo is uh, as good of a disher as Gaudreau, and he's pro- hopefully he'll get a chance with him. So uh, that doesn't scare me too much. Well, you and mentioned Huberdo, he's, Tim. He's entering a contract season. Also point that out. Who is? Lindholm. Lindholm. He's got one more year. Yeah. You mentioned Huberdo, Tim. I'm going to stay in Calgary, and I'm going to continue my wing extravaganza. extravaganza. The guy was an MVP candidate in my eyes last year. He put up 115 points. Top five in the league. And now he's going to Calgary where he has to prove it because his former team just got rid of him because they didn't want to deal with the contract negotiations. And they trade him straight up for a Matthew Kachuk, who I think Huberto was better than. And Huberto only makes $5.9 million this coming season. After that, it jumps up to 10.5. So if I do the math, that's almost $5 million more. So I'm getting a $5 million discount on an MVP caliber player. And I could put him on my second line wing. Are you kidding me? I'm all in on Jonathan Huberto this season. I think he's going to get more points than he did last season. I think he's got something to prove. Jonathan Huberto, welcome to the team. Unbelievable. My left wings are just, my team is scary. And I haven't even spent a lot of money to. So Jonathan Huberto is my seventh round pick. I don't even know what round we're at right now, but all I know is I have a high-end team and I've only spent $38 million, $39 million. I have a lot of money to play with. And that should be very scary for you, Tim. Very, very scary. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is the first time where I'm kind of. I'm not sure where I'm going with my next pick yet because I want to pick another defenseman. There's a lot of value out there. There's a lot of guys that could be had. Because even if you, well, I don't want to say it out loud. We're going by cap hit, right? Not salary. Cap hit. Um, yeah. Um, gosh, there are so many good players that that I kind of want to pick. I think I'm going to go with a guy that I think another defenseman who can do everything is not a huge point player, but when you watch him play, you realize he's doing something special. The minutes that he logs, the blocking shock, but still can get up and down the ice, which I know is a, is a key category for you. And that's Jacob Slavin. On the oh, defense. I love that I, pick. I really like him. And he makes, he only makes gosh, 5.3. That's again, yeah. super underrated. Ekblad and Slavin can log those heavy minutes for me. So I'm really happy with those two guys at my top two. You were reading my mind. I I, I was, you've done that three times now where I was going to pick a guy and you pick him just before I get to him. He is a top five defenseman in the NHL and he started producing offensively this past season. I think he got somewhere at 50, 60 points this past season. What do you get? Only 42. Yeah, he doesn't score many goals. He added that to his game where people thought he was a one-dimensional player. And he's slowly adding that offensive element. He is such a good player. I think he got overshadowed throughout the years with the Dougie Hamiltons, the Jake Gardners of the world, those high-end defensemen. And now that those players are gone, people are starting to see how, gosh, this guy's really, really good. He's not just your shutdown defenseman. He does everything. He's a he, He doesn't look out of place 
in the Carolina Hurricane offense is an up-tempo, fast-paced, get-on-your-toes type of offense. He fits in perfectly with those guys. You think he, he would you know, be lumbering behind the play? He's, he's right up there. He's a good defenseman. I feel like I got to start drafting defensemen. I have how many forwards? I got eight forwards already drafted. I need four more, four more wingers. Maybe I'm going to throw in a centerman there. Hartman can play the wing. Thompson can play the wing. Drinsaddle could play the wing for Pete's sake. But I'm going to go to the defense. I know you're a little hesitant to, to spend money, Tim, from the looks of it. You got Ekblad for 7.5. You got Slavin for 5.3. Sometimes you got you to pay the piper to get the best defenseman in the world. Sometimes you have to just pay that money to get a guy who just won the Conn Smythe, just won the Norris, just won a Stanley Cup. You have to pay that premium to get that player. There's only a few defensemen on earth who have ever done that. Bobby Orr, maybe. Kale McCarr, good company to be in. That's why I'm taking a Kale McCarr, $9 million. I feel like he's drastically underpaid for what he does, for what he brings, for the age that he is. Kale McCarr is 23 years old. The guy's going to win the MVP this year. He's going to win the Norris. He's going to win another Stanley Cup. He's going to win a Conn Smythe. He's going to win everything. There's going to be a Wayne Gretzky-type picture of him holding all the trophies. And this isn't going to happen for one year. This is going to happen for the next five or six years. Get used to it. This guy is changing the way a defenseman plays the game. He's so incredibly good, and he only makes $9 million. If you're sitting there and you're in Chicago and you're Kyle Davidson, and you're looking at Seth Jones making 9.5, and you look across – and you see Kale McCarr making nine, you're going, what are we doing here? What are we, we're paying this guy 9.5 and Kale McCarr makes $500,000 less. Oh, woof. That's a bad contract. He will be one of my top picks on the worst contracts, Seth Jones. Cause that's a, we said it when he signed it. I don't know why I transitioned to that, but I'm taking Kale McCarr for $9 million. So far I've spent $47.78 million. So I have roughly $35 million to play with. I like where my team's at, but I got to be a little smart here, Tim, with my next six or seven picks. We're going to have to scale it back a little bit. I got my high-end defenseman. I got my high-end centerman. Now we're going to have to be a little more strategic. You have a couple more bucks to play with. You're at $41 million. Who are you taking, Tim? This is where championships are made. Bottom six, bottom four defensemen, the depth. This is where championships are made. Don't blow it, Tim. Yeah, this is tough. And see, I look at the talent on your team and you've got, probably the two sexiest defensemen in the league, Insider and McCarr, and you've got Gross. I mean, between – you probably have three goals, guys who could score 50 goals. You have three or four guys that could put up 100 points. Like, that's a – you definitely want – maybe a little top-heavy, but those are still all good values too. And so – and I kind of – I started off with the big value picks first. The Thomas, the Terrys, the Lindholm, Bergerons. Um, and I've got some good point players, but I don't have a, a lot of guys that are just like setting the world on fire, as we like to say. So I'm kind of thinking about maybe spending a little bit of money. But the problem is there's just there's just so many good players. And what do you do? So I don't know. I want some more time to think about that. So I'm going to pick another depth player, I think. Mm-hmm. Another player that delivers a lot of value that I kind of I really like his game. He's not even I bet he wasn't even on your radar because it's not that exciting of a player. But I really like what he does and he doesn't make a ton of money. Mm, maybe not. As I look at it, he makes a little bit more than I would like. Ooh, Tim. So, yeah. So, you're, you're hearing me think out loud, watching this in real time. Um, I think it might be time to pick my entry-level pick. There were only really two players I was considering. You picked the one that everybody wanted. So, I'm going to pick a guy that I could think could be a big goal scorer. I think in the right situation, he will put up big numbers. He kind of underwhelmed a little bit, but he was really good down the stretch. I like his game. I like his shot. Cole Caulfield on the right side. He'll only make an 800K. Oh. 
Oh, wow. I like this pick a lot. I like this kid. And my right-hand side, Thomas, Terry, Lindholm, Caulfield, there's a lot of goal scores there. There's a lot of value there. It allows me the flexibility to spend that money in other places. So he's my pick there. I did not even think of a Cole Caulfield. He's a very um, polarizing player. You either love him or you hate him. He, he, he can do some very dynamic things, but he can also disappear for just large stretches of months even, where it's just like, where's Cole? He got sent down to the minor leagues last year for Pete's sake at the beginning of the year. He was just invisible. Well, you think he's going to disappear when he's got guys like Bergeron and JT Miller holding him accountable and like, hey, Cole, let's go. We need something from you tonight. So I think that's my pick. I interesting pick tim i i did not i i thought you were gonna go with lucas raymond a known commodity a guy who's a he's a good player he's a very good player uh, interesting pick okay well i i feel like i need to pump the brakes a little bit but i i don't feel like i need to sacrifice talent when i do that this is a player who he, he doesn't get a lot of recognition he doesn't get a lot of accolades, but he, he's a very supplementary good player. You can lock him in for 50 points a year. He, he, he can play up and down the lineup, but he's a good just peace player. He kills penalties. He's a fast little water bug on the ice. He just signed with the New Jersey Devils. He's from Finland. Eric Halla. I like the way he plays the game. He's bounced around the league a long time. He's played for the Wild. He's played for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's played for the Carolina Hurricanes. He's played for the Florida Panthers. He's played for the Nashville Predators. He played for the Boston Bruins. He hasn't found that spot where you can just lock him into the lineup and let him go. And I don't know why. He reminds me of, uh, like, I don't know. I'm not going to go down that road and tick some people off. But I like Eric Hall. I know him from my time spent in Minnesota. He makes $2.375 million. So it's a little bit more, a little bit heavier, but I like what he does. So Eric Halla will be joining my team on the wing. I need some wingers. So Eric Halla, welcome to the team. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'm you sorry, have him, uh, Tim. No, he was not on my radar. I do like him. He was a good player for the Bruins too. When they needed him to step off the second line last year, he was able to do it. He's probably not really a top six player, but he's got that flexibility. Um, I'm going to pick a guy that I think is such an underrated goal scorer in this league. When you look at like guys who have scored the most goals in the last four or five seasons, you probably it'd take a minute before you thought of his name, even though he's so, so good. And that's a player named Jake Gensel. He is very, very good player. He's got obviously the great chemistry with Crosby, but I think he would be with that talent. You could have chemistry with anybody. He only makes $6 million. He's a guy that should be making a lot more. And you look at the people that are putting up his numbers for the most part, it's guys that are making three, $4 million more than him. I think he's very, very good for $6 million bucks. I've been happy to have him on my left-hand side there. Yeah, that's uh, he's a good pick. He is just a sneaky goal scorer. And he doesn't do it like in a very extra. He's not like an Ovechkin or a Stamkos where it's like sexy goals. He's just like effortless for him. It's it backdoor, really, it's redirects, it's little tip-ins, and he's so good. It's so precise. When he does it, they're fantastic shots. He doesn't celebrate over the top. He picks a corner. He just goes to center ice for the next puck drop. It's it's very nonchalant the way he plays the game. But then you look at the box score and you look at the end of the season, he goes, gosh, he's got 45 goals again. He's got 80 points. What? And he, he's not like he's not the face of the franchise. He doesn't have any endorsements. He doesn't. Nobody talks about him. And he's perennially getting 35, 40. And yes, he's got the Crosby effect, but he's such a, a, just a good for, I like that pick looking at my team, Tim, 
I've spent $50 million. I have $32 million left. I don't have a goalie. I need four more defense when I need three more wingers. I am trying to show some restraint and not just spend another $10 million on a good player. Cause I want to so bad. Cause there's a few guys out there. I'm like, gosh, Kaprizov. I want to get him McDavid. I want to go get him a Kachuk. I want to go get him. There's some players out there that have just such good value. So I'm going to have to pump the brakes here. I'm going to go and take a pick a player who just really was much like Tage Thompson. He was the shining light for this team. A team that was very bad this year. They, they had a lot of potential Stanley cup aspirations and they just sunk. You had a Jack Geichel, you have a Mark Stone, you have a William Carlson, you have a Jonathan Marshall, you have a Riley Smith, you have a Peter Rangelo, you have all these players. You know who the best player was last year on the Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights? Chandler Stevenson. The guy played great. Everybody went down. He stepped up, played first line minutes, and he produced. Everybody came back. He went down to the third line, and he still produced. He got 64 points in 79 games. You play him up and down the lineup, penalty kill, power play. The guy is a good player. And he doesn't complain, and he only makes $2.75 million. I like that. He's a good old Canadian boy from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and he's tough as nails. So I'm taking Chandler Stevenson, going to plop him on my third and fourth line, and he's going to just play. He's not going to complain, and he's going to be a good addition to my team. And he only makes $2.7 million, which is what I need at this point. I need a guy who I can play, and he makes a, yeah, a little less then $8 million, but he, he plays like a $10 million player, Tim, if you need him to. So Chandler Stevenson, welcome to the team. Love that pick, Tim. All of a sudden, I'm almost done with my forwards. You should be very, very nervous because it's a, it's, it's a, it's a dangerous crew I have right now. They're a good team. It's getting more challenging as the picks are going, too, because you're thinking like you're running the math in your head. How much do I have left? How many players? What's the average? Whatever. There's a, there's a defenseman out there right now who is only 24 years old and he makes only 4.6, but he's already put up some big boy numbers. He's, uh, I think, an underrated player because of where he plays. There's been the trade talks surrounding him and he hasn't moved yet. That's Jacob Chitron, 4.6. This is a guy who can score. He can log the heavy minutes. He's already had season where he scored 12 goals and 18 goals, still just 24 years old. I like him a lot for that value, 4.6 again. Like, that's that's – that's a great steal. He could be worth twice that. Um, and I think I think he's due for a big bounce back season. So that's my pick for my third defenseman behind Ekblad and Slavin. I don't like Chitron that much. I, I he's very good. He's very good. He, he I just I I feel like whoever trades for him and someone will because he's on the market. He obviously is not having a good time in Arizona. He wants to move on to a greener pastures. I don't blame him. Arizona's and he, they're going to play in a high school rink this year. And they're not even going to sell it out. 3,000-seat arena, and they can't give away season tickets. It's embarrassing. All the social media stuff they put out, here's a glimpse of our rink, and it's just embarrassing. It's honestly embarrassing that this, the Arizona Cubs, and he wants out. But I, I just don't trust it. I feel like a team's going to give up a couple first-rounders for him and a couple prospects, and he's going to sign a big ticket for $9, $10 million, and he's not going to be able to live up to that contract. Don't you get the sense of that, Tim? Or do you, are you all in on him? Do you think he's that guy who can be your piece on the back end that you can build a championship team around him? 
Well, let me be clear. He's my third defenseman. So I don't think he's necessarily that guy. I think he's a guy that, that can play, especially if he doesn't have to be the man, right? If he can play on that second pair, maybe he gets that first power play, depending on – I mean, maybe he's more offensively gifted than Slavin for sure. And so, yeah, I think he could be really excel in the right situation. I do see a scenario, of course, like say the Flyers trade for him. He's their defenseman. He's their cornerstone. And all of a sudden he turns into what Provorov has done the last couple of years where he's just a big stinker. Um, but I don't think so. I think I think he's a good player. He is, but just from a side of this, aside from what we're doing here, drafting a team, do you think he is a cornerstone type defenseman? Um, I'm gonna say yeah. You do. I don't know. Yeah. I think the verdict yeah. is still out. I, I I haven't seen enough from him. Yes, he's he's got a good track record. I just don't know. I just don't know. I feel like we're gonna wake up and he's gonna just be an average type player. It's going to be an Ekman Larson type deal where you have, and it's from Arizona again. Isn't that funny? All right. I'm going to take a guy. I, I need to start getting defensemen. I need to save a little bit of money. Cause I have a couple ideas in my head where I want to, I want to make a splash. Wait, look at, just look at what our money so far. You spent 52 million point nine. I've spent 52 million point nine. Same exact number. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. We're, we're building good teams. I feel like I have a slight advantage because I've been I've got my high end talent wrapped up. Your high end talent really is Ekblad, JT Miller. You don't have that Marshawn. You got to make a splash, Tim. You got to make a splash. I'm going to pump the brakes here a little bit with the intention of just seeing where I'm at in a couple picks. I'm going to get my sixth defenseman. I'm going to lock him in. Mark Giordano only makes eight hundred thousand dollars. He's I think he's fifty five years old, but he's proven last year that he's still got a lot left in the tank. Put him out there, not a lot of minutes, but he can play in the PK. You can play in the penalty kill if you need him to. I was a little hesitant when the Leafs signed him. I thought it was a maybe a little stretch when they brought him in, but he's, he played well. Him and, him and Lilligren, arguably their best defensive pairing. They played great. They, they, they worked off each other really well. So I'm taking Gio. He makes $800,000. I feel like it's another number i get to punch into the spreadsheet where there's no number in that first column and i like that i got three of those guys so far giordano mo cider and michael bunting i like it tim so mark giordano was my sixth defenseman what if i told you there's a player available who's only 25 years old who makes only three in ish mill and is a 37 goal scorer is that something you might be interested in i could get behind that yeah. Uh, my next pick here is a left winger out of Dallas, Rupe Hints. This kid, the numbers he put up last year, I didn't even realize until I was doing my research for the show, like 37 goals last year, 72 points, makes 3.125. That's tremendous value. He's going to be my third line left winger. Love that pick. He's my, he's my next up. He's a good pick. He was on my list, Rupe Hints. I just don't like his name that much, Rupe. Rupe, so – you're saying it's good when someone gets 30 goals and they make not a lot of money. <laughs> I, I can get behind that. So what if I told you there's a guy who makes $3 million and just put up 31 goals? Pretty good. Not as good as Pence, but. And he's going to be my, like maybe my fourth line. I didn't want to pick this player, but the value is too good. Anthony Duclair. You bet, well, bet on him. Broken leg at all. He, he's got a busted leg. Yeah. You don't remember that? He's, he's, right, he's, he's, he's on crutches, dude. He's not moving. All right. I'm backing up. I'm not going to take him anymore. I'm, I'm glad you told me. I didn't, I didn't lock in the pick. My finger was still on the card. I didn't pick him. So, gosh, now I got to spend a little bit more money, I think. Because he was going to be for $3 million. It was going to set me up for success in the future. 
All right, let me let me pivot. So I can't pick him because he's injured. Is that is that what you're saying? I mean, you can still pick him. You can. I don't. But yeah, he's he's not playing this year. I don't think. All right, I'm going to go to the back end here and just get this pick out of the way. Everybody talks about Ryan or Adam Fox from the Rangers. He's so good. He gets up and down the ice. The guy who rides shotgun to him is pretty stinking good himself. I like the way he plays. Ryan Lindgren is just one of those defensemen who just goes about his business. He backs up Adam Fox whenever he gets on his horse and he's up and down the ice. And Ryan Lindgren only makes $3 million. Good little defenseman. I like the way he plays little. I should say little. He's, he's, a, he's a stud. He lays big hits all the time. He's six foot, 200 pounds, the perfect size for an athlete. So Ryan Lindgren, welcome to the squad. He's going to be my fourth defenseman. That's not bad, right? That's not bad. All right, Ryan Lindgren, he's on my team, Tim. I pivoted there. Thank you for the information while Anthony Duclair. I almost made a drastic mistake, but you saved me. You're welcome. That's a good pick. He was on my list. Um, okay, I'm looking at some forwards here. I'm looking at some talented forwards here. I'm looking at some talented forward that can score here. <laughs> I I want I want to make a splash, but I don't I don't know which which is the right one to to hit your hit your wagon to. There's so many good players. The the value the top values have already been picked. Obviously, there's a few guys that I think are probably a little bit underpaid. But if I'm making a splash, I want to have it locked in, no doubt. I don't know that I'm ready to commit to one of these players yet. So I think I'm going to go back to making another value pick. Um, and I think I need another defenseman. My So there's a guy who just got traded. Ooh, they say is pretty good. Who can log the heavy minutes. Who can put up some decent points. 44 points last year. He's entering a contract season, so he's gonna be he's gonna be motivated unless he signs with a new team. And again, he was a plus like off 150 last year with Florida, only 3.25. That's Mackenzie Wegar. He's my fourth right. defenseman, second yeah. second pairing. I like this guy a lot. Um, and again, 3.25 is a great is a great value for him. It's it's a good pick. I think he's due. It's always great to get those players where you know next year they will make double what they're making right now. That's why Calgary, when they made that trade, it was such a good trade because in my eyes, what they should have done, and they, maybe the, I, I'm being foolish, but they should have just held on to Huberto and Uyghur and just flipped them at the deadline and got like five first-round draft picks and more prospects and really just went for the rebuild. But they still think they're competitive. I, I get that. They want to win. But man, the luxury of having Huberto and Uyghur making 5.9 and 3 point whatever, and then flipping them at the deadline and getting that massive haul the the opportunity was there for them to really just jumpstart their franchise and just set themselves up for success in the next 10 years. But they, I get it. They want to continue to win. They, they have a few good players still kicking around and they want to maximize that they're a good team. But just when, when you see Colorado in your conference and you see what they've done and what they have, it's, it's hard to get up in the morning and say, you know what, we can win the Stanley cup this year, but maybe I'm wrong. They got Daryl Sutter. They still have Markstrom and Neck. They have they have good players. Their defense is maybe the best six in the league. All right, moving on. This guy probably had the quietest 47-goal campaign this past season. And when you look at what he's done, he doesn't get any accolades at all. What, what do you, your look surprised him. I know who you're going to call. Well, you're yeah. He, his, he had 36 even-strength goals this past season. 36 of his 47 or even-strength. That's unbelievable. He was second in the league. Trailing only Austin Matthews. He's the most underrated snipers in all of the NHL. And he did it in Winnipeg, where really the talent around him was okay, but not 
to the same effect as a, as a Mitch Marner. Kyle Connor, Tim, probably the most underrated goal scorer we have in the whole NHL, right? Uh, right? You can't argue with me there. All he does is score goals. He plays solid defensively. He goes about, I, I say that a lot. He goes about his business. I don't like high, high drama guys. And this guy is the definition of that. He's 25 years old and he puts the puck in the net. You can lock him in for 30, 30, 35, 38. Last year at 47. He was trending upwards. All he does is score. He's responsible and he just does his job. And I like that. On top of that, he only makes $7.14 million. I know it's a lot of money, but he is just so incredibly good. And maybe I'm breaking the piggy bank right now, but I feel like I need to. The guy is so good. So Kyle Connor at $7.14 million. Welcome to the team. I only have $20 million left, and I need to pick a couple more defensemen and a couple more goalies. I like where I'm at right now, Tim. I like where I'm at a lot. So I got Go about $23 million to spend. I need two more centers. I need a left wing. I need two defensemen. I need a goalie. You're scrambling. It's, we're in the same exact position except I have more money. So You're scrambling like, right now. I'm not scrambling. But there are some players – part of me wants to spend half that money on one player, right, and just go and get – like you're saying, like you still want to make a splash. There's so many good players available. You don't have but that I, guy. You don't have that guy yet, Tim. I have that guy. Jake Ensel is that guy. JT oh, Miller is that guy. Oh Marshawn is that guy. No, no, they're not. Uh, um, there's a few players here. So let me see. You mentioned a couple of teams where you wouldn't pick anybody, but there was a couple of guys on those teams that you mentioned where I'm like, I am interested in that. Um, but it depends on gosh. There's not a lot of players that are making pennies on the dollar like the guys that you've you've scooped up here. Um, let's see. This is very rare, everybody. When Tim doesn't have his, I, I I have him flustered. He's scrambling. I wish you could see the video right now. His eyes are darting around the screen. He's starting okay. to sweat a little bit. Now no, he's panicking. No, 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 no. I just I'm thinking out loud. Okay, I do have a player that I like who's going to be a great value who doesn't have to log a ton of heavy minutes for me, but I also want a guy who's a, who doesn't, who's not afraid to chuck him, not afraid to make his presence known on the ice. And there's maybe no one who's tougher than this guy. That's Curtis McDermott as my sixth defenseman. He's making less than a million dollars. He's making six, <laughs> Don't laugh. You can't laugh. What? Curtis McDermott. Who's going to, no one's going to, you need someone to protect these star players. And okay. Yeah. Wow. But, you are really, my, you're setting yourself up for a big pick. That's what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Stop trying to sell it like this is a good pick. The guy played forward half the season. He's the John Scott of the NHL right now. And if you're picking uh, him, like he I is. I would have taken you, John. No, I wouldn't have taken me, but I like Curtis McDermott. I like him a lot. But you're, you're setting yourself up. You're saving some money right now. And you're going to pick a big, you're going after McDavid. I know what you're doing. And you're going to pick you up David. Yes, you, you, you should do that. that. I think you should do that. I'm going to knock out a goalie right now. You took Shesterkin. I'm taking UC Saros. He makes $5 million. He's a lights out, lockdown, plug it in, number one bona fide goaltender. If Nashville has him in the first round, maybe they give Colorado a little bit more of a scare than they did 
getting swept four games. It can't get any worse than that, but he is such a good goalie. If you put his numbers up from when he entered the league, from when he became a number one bona fide goaltender, it matches up with anybody even better than anybody in the league. He's so incredibly good. He makes $5 million. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. That's their goal scoring song in Nashville. And it applies to UC Soros. Lock it in, Tim. There's my first line goaltender. 1A, UC Soros. What's he making? Five million bucks. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, not as good as Shesterkin, but that's pretty good. So when you think about what you want out of a fourth-line setter, what are some of the things that you think about? What comes to mind? Um, this is a dogged, hounding the puck, a checker, responsible. I don't want to give up many chances when he's on the ice. Maybe chip in offensively every once in a while. Kind of like a Ryan Hartman type. Why, who do you got? He's good. This is okay. This is another player where I think you're going to laugh, but after watching him a lot in the last season, and it's never good when you say, I think you're going to laugh after this pick. It's not a good lead. He's making a million dollars. He's a very good fourth line center. When you notice when he's on the ice, he he makes some things happen. He just signed a new contract, one million bucks with with, uh, Vancouver, Curtis Lazar. I really like his game as a fourth line center. For a million bucks, the value there, I'm telling you, watch the game. The Bruins fans know. I was actually kind of upset that he that he didn't come back to us. So for a fourth-line center, I really like that pick. <laughs> are you just gi- – are you giving me the the competition here? Are you? Is that what you're doing? Have you given I up? I don't know what you mean. You're setting up – you got – you're getting McDavid, okay? I know you're getting him. You have to because your last two picks have been throwaway picks. No, not- no. Value picks, guys making a million or less who do specific things very well. You should, you of all people should know what that means. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to spend a little money. I, I have a hole in my back end. I got Mo Sider. I got Kale McCarr. That's my one-two. That's, that's, that's really good. I got Lindgren. I got Giordano. More workmanlike defense. When I need a guy who can quarterback my second power play unit, a guy who maybe has won a couple Stanley Cups, a guy who's won a Norris, He's a physical presence on the ice. When he's going, he's maybe the best player in the world, Victor Hedman. He's unbelievable, Tim, and he only makes $7.9 million. I think I have maybe the two best defenders in the world, Kale McCarr and Victor Hedman, and they both are on a great deal. So I'm taking Victor Hedman. I'm spending a little bit of money, but you win championships. How do you win championships, Tim? Down to the center and the back end. In the back end. And if you look at my team right now, Oh boy, we are strong down the middle. My back end's looking pretty strong right now, Tim. It's looking pretty, pretty strong. You got a great back end, John. I love your back end. Welcome to the team. Everybody's already said my back end is the best part of me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. I'm ready to make my splash. It's not who you think it is, but I do need the guy. I've got, I've got lots of, there's, I mean, I don't want to undersell Miller and Marshan and Getzel. Like these guys put up crazy points. Bergeron even hints is a 37 goal scorer. Lindholm 42. Torrey Terry 37. These guys put the puck in the net. But when the game's on the line, you want a no doubter. He's the one taking the shot, and it's not Connor McDavid. It's a winger. He's making nine million dollars. Kirill Kaprizov. He's my guy. Plays both sides. He put up 47 goals and 108 points last year. He's done it basically both years he's been in the league. He's so so good. That's my guy. He's my he's my stallion. He's my he's my stud, and uh, he's worth nine million bucks for me. He really is. That's a great pick. He he's on a good contract. I like where your head's at, Sam. That's a very good pick. All right, I have five point seven five million dollars to spend. I have three positions of it needed. I need a winger. 
I need a defenseman and I need a backup goaltender. My backup goaltender is going to be junk. He's going to make league minimum. I don't care who it is. You can plug him in. I don't need you. You can play 10, 10 games, 15 games a year. And that's all I need you for. Just don't get hurt. Don't do anything dumb. So where do you put your money? You put your money in your, your third or fourth line winger. Or do you put your money in the defense? Or do you spend a little bit more money? Go get a, a solid defense. I think you know what I'm going to do, Tim. I think you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a guy who I know plays well with one of the guys on my list. A guy who maybe doesn't get the accolades because he's overshadowed by, by his defensive partner. And he's, he makes a, you know, a good chunk of money, but I, I think he could be justified making double what he makes. Devin Taves. Oh, I thought, where I thought you were going. You thought pick. I was going to go Lilligren? I thought you were going Ryan Graves. Oh, he's no. only making two or two ish. It's a good, it's a good deal. Friend of the show. Not a friend of my team. I'm taking, is it Devon or Devin? I don't know. Thanks for asking. <laughs> but I'm taking cool. tapes. He makes $4.1 million and he does, he, he does the stuff no one likes to do. He stays back. He's a very good stay at home defenseman. You put him alongside Kale McCarr. It, it's, it's a, we know it works. They've won Stanley cup. They get a ton of ice and he just doesn't complain. And so far in my defense, all of a sudden I got McCarr and Taves. I got cider and Hedmond and Lindgren and Giordano. That's a good six. That's a great six. I have $2 million to spend and I, and I'm looking pretty good too. So that's my pick Devin Taves. Well, there's another player who should have been drafted arguably in the top 10 picks of this draft, if not higher, who just had a career year who is an unbelievable talent, gets up and down the ice. He's like a little water bug out there, and he makes only $2.8 million. He's going to play on a line with his teammate, Robert Thomas, and that's Jordan Cairo. 27 goals, 75 points this past season, and guess what he's making? $2.8 million. I don't know how this guy flew under the radar for as long as he did, but he's an excellent, excellent player. I'm going to shift Elias Lindholm to the center position, and Cairo is going to be on that wing, the right wing. He can play either side. Love that pick for me. I like that pick too. It's just, yeah, he's a good player. He really, really is. Now I'm trying to find the bottom of the barrel. I have two picks left. I have to round it out by just two guys who really, I, I just need them to keep up because I'm not expecting much from these guys. I just need you to be serviceable players. I'm looking at goaltenders right now, but I can't find any that are good, Tim. What's going on with me? I need a backup goaltender who I can just plug in there who makes $750,000. Oh, okay. Louis Domingue stepped in admirably at times for the, who did he play? Tampa Bay Lightning when uh, Svechnikov went down? Sounds right. I don't know. He came in. He played well. I'm going to take Louis Domingue. He makes $750,000. Lock it in. My backup goaltender. And I know, I know Louis. Nice guy. So Louis Domingue, backup goaltender. Bingo, bango, bongo. I'm taking my backup goaltender next as well. It makes a little bit more, 1.2. And I like having a, a guy who has been a number one, or at least the 1B in the past. He's a veteran. He's been around the league. He's been successful in stretches. Thomas Grice makes 1.25. I like him a lot to back up. You only need maybe 15, 20 games at most out of him. It's just starting the total workhorse. But I like him having a little bit of a, a, a known commodity as a backup there, just to know you can rely on him every third or fourth game, and he'll, he'll give you a solid uh, effort. So that's my backup. That's a good pick, Tim. I have one more pick left. I need a winger, a guy who would just, you know, go out there, do your job, no-nonsense type player. Minnesota Wild, Brandon Duhamey, can chuck the knuckles a little bit. 
just gets up and down the ice. He makes $750,000. Maybe I could have gotten a better player if I did a little more research, but to be honest, I just plugged in people who make league minimum and his name popped out at me. I know his name, Brandon Duhamey makes $750,000. I'm taking him. He's going to round up my team. I like what I put together, Tim. I really, really do. Hold on. Let me just do, do a little bit more research here. There's Rudolph Balsers I can get. I'm just doing this live. I don't know what else I need to get, but maybe a ty- Taylor Radish from Chicago. He's not a bad player. He kind of puts what I need in there. What do we got here? You know what? I'm going to pivot. I'm going to take Taylor Radish from Chicago. He was probably their best. <gasps> oh, maybe him too. Sebastian Aho. All right. This is bad uh, airtime. Sorry, I'm doing it live. We're going to go Taylor Radish from the Chicago Blackhawks. I like him. He's probably the only player on that team who has a plus contract, who is overplaying his contract because everybody else is so incredibly just dysfunctional on that team. So I'm going Taylor Radish from the Chicago Blackhawks, making $800,000. That's my team. That's a good pick. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I've got I've got a nice chunk of change I'm sitting on. I've got one more player to sign. I need a defenseman, and I've got about $8 million to spend. So I can go out and get a total stallion. And I'm looking at my lineup, my, my defensive core, Ekblad, Slavin, Chitrins, Wegar, and I got Curtis McDermott on the back end as well. I feel like I want a guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to want a guy who knows how to check. You need that. He's gonna, there's a lot of small, shifty wingers out there in my team, the Kairos, Caulfields. I need someone to, to keep the peace. But, man, I, I'm looking at it like I kind of want – do I go offensive heavy? Do I go and get a Morgan Riley type? Or do I want – a Jacob Truva that can just lay down the law and he inspires fear. And he's also, he's going to be named captain of the Rangers today. There's Shabbat underpaid, underrated, 8 million bucks who can do everything. There's a lot of good players here. And I'm, gosh, as I think about it out loud, I, man, I think I'm going to go with. I think you need one more million dollars to get that next level. Or, you know, who would have been good to Victor Hedman? He would have fit in well with that $8 million. Yeah, he's a pretty, he's he's okay. He's pretty technically sound. There's not a lot of uh, he's got the fundamentals. Yeah, he's um, okay. yeah I think I want to go. I think I've got the points, guys. I got man. I'm gonna go Truba. Oh, you mistake, Tim. You already have that player. Go for skill. You need skill. Chitrin doesn't put up points. Slavin doesn't put up points. Uyghur doesn't put up points. McDurban doesn't put up points. Ekblad isn't an offensively guy who who's known. You, you got to go for a guy who puts points up. Even okay. a Samuel Gerard from from Colorado. Well, okay, Burnsy is available. Yeah, he's got eight million dollars. Uh, Quinn Hughes, I can pick. Shea, oh, not Shea, uh, Morgan Riley. Gosh, there's some good players here. Had Carlson, John Carlson, Shabbat. I really like Shabbat. I don't like Burns at this point in his career. Oh man, I have all the good defensemen. <laughs> No, you don't. I, oh man, my team's so much better than yours. Well, make you take take you, Truba. He'll fit in well with your your band of just thugs you have back there. What? The, yeah, Wegar and Ekblad are total thugs. But they're um, not like going to lead the power play. Power play. Chitrin could lead the power play. Yeah. Good luck with that. Maybe John Carlson. I know this is bad radio. Uh, yeah. Give me Truba. Give me Truba. I like it. All right, everybody. Well, you heard it here. The annual Tim versus John salary cap extravaganza. I'm hungry, so I'm going to order myself some DoorDash. 
Use promo code GLOVESDD if you're in Canada, GLOVESDDUS if you're in the US of A. Get yourself some food after this just marathon podcast that we just did, picking incredible teams, the most undervalued player in the NHL. Let us know what you think. Go to DoorDash, use our promo code, check out our team, go on Twitter, give us a vote, see who you think has the best team. I think it's pretty black and white. My team is really, really good team. I think I, I think I did well. We'll do a recap next episode, maybe next week. We'll, we'll do a poll on our Twitter. Go follow us on Twitter, whatever our drop in the gloves is, underscore, check it out. Let us know what you think. Maybe give us some names that we forgot that maybe we didn't, we didn't think of because I know we do try to do a little research, but we miss things. Things slip through the cracks, but yeah. Thank you for listening. Check it out. Go to points, bet, gamble, do whatever you want. Make some money. Go to uh, DoorDash, get some food, use our promo codes. And thank you for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Dropping the Gloves with John Scott, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to never miss an episode. Delivered by DoorDash.